Hi, I'm Arrow, the guitarist of Pierce of Pain. This is Parker Jameson from Starkill. This is Vicky Sarakis from The Agonist. This is Tyler from Begat the Nephilim. Hey, everybody, this is Travis from Visceral Disgorge, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Back Metalheads to another episode of the Great Metal Debate Podcast. I'm Xander, and I'm here with Alex, vocalist of Organ X Me. How you doing? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. How about yourself? I'm doing awesome tacular. Now, from what I understand, you just told me that this is apparently your first ever interview. Yeah, it will be. Will be our first interview. We've got a couple more lined up, but this is the first I've ever done. Awesome, awesome. So you guys are from New Zealand, right? Yeah, that's the one. Christchurch, New Zealand. I know that the movie Deathgasm was filmed there. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, it's quite a good movie. Um, I've not personally watched it myself, but I know pretty much everybody else has. Um, and it's got quite a, quite a good reputation, so I'm sure it's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I, I had to get it on Blu-ray. Now, I know that you guys did a tour here in the States before with Disentomb and Visceral Disgorge back in 2018, was it? 2019. 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great time. That was our first time in the U.S. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's the next question I was going to ask. I was going to ask if that was your first time. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was our, also our first proper international tour as well. We had done a few dates in Australia, but that's kind of like our next-door neighbors. So it's like Americans going to Canada, effectively. Right. So that means you must have played with at least Thyroid is Murder then? <laughs> oh, we wish. We wish we played. Uh, but no, that was just with um, locals in each town and uh, on that small Australian tour. Uh, so, are you by any chance familiar with the following bands? Ouroboros? Oh, no, actually. Virgin Black? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Uh, that name is familiar, though. That name is familiar. And how about Bellicor? Yes, yes, very familiar with Bellicor. Okay, did you guys ever get to tour with them? No, unfortunately not. We're, we're actually fairly new to the, like, touring metal scene. It's It's quite hard to get out of New Zealand, so... We're still very fresh in the world. So, um, how has the tour been so far this time around? This time it's been fucking magnificent, man. It's uh, far surpassed any expectations we've ever had. Uh, and everybody on the tour, all the bands and all the crew, they're absolutely magnificent. There's no, there's no dickhead in the crew, so it's, it's perfect. What's it like touring with Devourment and Ingested? <sighs> Mind-blowing, man. That we Without Devourment, we wouldn't exist. Like... Straight up. They, they are a band that pioneered slam and brutal death metal. Um, and without them, organic to me would not be a thing. So it's, it's fucking life-changing, really. It's incredible. So they're one of your top influences? Absolutely. Hell yeah. This time around, in your second tour of the United States, have you guys gotten the opportunity to do more sightseeing? Like, uh, yeah, we've done a little bit. Um, it's been pretty full on because we don't have many days off on this tour. Um, we got to see a little bit of Miami and um, where was it? St. Augustine uh, when we played Florida. But uh, there's not been much sightseeing at the moment. And we're, as well, we're at, right at the start of the tour, so we've still got a while to go. Uh, I was getting ready to say, you've only been on tour for a couple of days now, right? Yeah, I think this is day, I want to say, seven. Yeah, this is day seven of 29. Okay, so you're about to complete your first week of the tour. 
I've noticed that there are a ton of slam bands out there that have the name blank ectomy. Yep. <laughs> but I, I will say that you guys are definitely standouts among all the rest because, in my personal opinion, I think you're like one of the better ones, right up there with like epicardiectomy. <laughs> oh yeah, oh that's oh, that's amazing praise. Thank you, man. Um, yeah, we've we, I mean we've had the name organectomy for going on probably 13 years now, so. We're not, obviously, we're not one of the first, um, but we definitely got in before the wave of, you know, this new wave of slam and Death and, 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 and all the other ectomy bands. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ectomy, otomy, you know, all, all, of the, all of the above. So if I were to take a wild guess, I would say that organectomy would mean to remove the organs. Yes. <laughs> the surgical procedure of removing organs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's a real medical term. Technically, or an ectomy is a surgical procedure to remove, and then we just stuck organ in front of it because it sounded cool and it's real simple. And, and it makes the most sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It covers all grounds. It covers all grounds. Uh, like for example, I know of an underground band out there called Infant Ectomy. Oh yeah. Uh, and I'm thinking to myself, that either means abortion or just simply giving birth. <laughs> it could, yeah, it could go both ways. It could go both ways. Right. <laughs> And you guys have been a band since 2010. Yep. Wow. Yep. Back in 2017, you guys released your debut album, Domain of the Wretched. Uh, yep. Uh, how did Unique Leader Records find out about you guys? I, uh, our guitarist would probably have a better rundown of this, but to my knowledge, uh, we self-released that album through Slam Worldwide, um, and then it just managed to land on Eric Lindmark's desk, um, rest in peace, and he just immediately dug it. He was super fond of it, he loved it, and got in contact with us. Um, we did, as well, send out a couple like EPKs and, and the likes just for that album, but he just managed to find the album uh, randomly and then listened to it with a bunch of the other Unique Leader guys and... That's, if, if it, the rest is history. Unique Leader Records has kind of become a major label in recent years, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've, they've definitely had a resurgence um, with definitely all these new signings and just um, with death metal in general picking up again. It's, uh, yeah, it's just seen a real nice resurgence and a real nice pickup. The majority of the genres I've noticed that get released on Unique Leader Records are either brutal death metal or incantation style of death metal, where it's like kind of death doomy. Yeah. So now, and I also have to say that I've noticed something immediately when listening to this album. You guys have an instrumental track called "Archaic Infestation," yep. and I was able to visualize the entire scene of the, the movie Alien Resurrection, where, where that whole. Oh, yes. the thing happened. Yes, that album is very cosmic horror, alien sci-fi. Uh, very influenced by, uh, you know, H.R. Giger and uh, all of his works, and H.P. Lovecraft as well. It's uh, just that whole Cthulhu Lovecraftian um, world. It's very inspirational for our lyrics and themes. Those are two artists that are very well recognized among the metal community. Everybody likes those two artists in particular. Yeah. Uh, like like one's one's an actual painting artist and the other is a literary artist, you know. Yeah. Uh, and, and together they just kind of go hand in hand with the, again the whole cosmic horror thing. Absolutely.
And I feel like that movie, Alien Resurrection, does not get enough love. And that's like the one that everybody hates on for no real good yeah, reason. It's, it's definitely gone under the radar a wee bit. Um, it's actually been quite a long time since I've watched all the Alien movies. Fucking heresy saying that. But, um, yeah, I, I do actually quite like that movie. It's, it's quite fun, I reckon. You know, whenever it was my first time hearing that, I was able to predict right when the next song was going to slam right in. I thought to myself, okay, how much you want to bet that right after he screams, what's that fucking sign? But, you know, uh, the next song is going to... Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it was a perfect lead uh, right into the song Carnal Bloodlust, which just absolutely destroys, just like uh, everything else on that whole album. And, of course, the next album that you guys did right after that... Uh, yes. Uh, it, it, both of those albums do sound very similar as far as, you know, the speed and the tone and uh, everything. Uh, but I did notice a change whenever you guys uh, released the newest album last year, Nail Below Nail, which mm-hmm. is fucking crushing. I think that it has uh, you guys' best song structures so far. So uh, what what made you guys want to change it up just a little bit for that album? Well, so our first album was more of like a collaboration of all our previous members and um, that album as well as our second album, Existential, uh, was majority written by our old drummer, uh, but who has now uh, since left the band. And the new album, Now Below Now, is a full collaborative effort of current band members. So it's uh, every, every, pretty much everybody on that uh, in the band has a song on that album. So it's we've got a nice mix of everybody's influence and everybody's takes and what organectomy can be. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of a step in a new direction, if, uh, if you want to say that. So way. you guys kind of collectively wrote it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I wrote uh, four songs. Sam, our guitarist, wrote four songs. Our bass player, Tyler, wrote two. And our other guitarist, Matt, wrote two himself. And then obviously Levi, our drummer, had an influence on every single song because he's the drummer and he's the one that, you know, drums. <laughs> Right. Uh, okay, so since you and I are both vocalists, um, so I was wanting to know, what are your biggest influences? Like, who do you look up to as far as vocalists? Well, the legend who's currently filling in for Ruben of Development, um, Angel, is easily my biggest influence in uh, my vocal style. Without that Cephalotripsy album, um, Uterovaginal, I would not be a guttural vocalist. I would have probably gone the way of some, like, Chris Barnes or Quartz Grinder or something along the lines of that. Just a more standard growl. But I heard that album and it immediately changed my life. Uh, other than Angel, uh, probably Travis Ryan because he's just the king of death metal vocals. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's not even a competition as to who's, you know, potentially top. I, I take it you're excited for the new Terrasite album? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, my personal favorite album by them was definitely Monolith of Inhumanity. Uh, I feel like, uh, you know, he, he really perfected the snarly kind of singing oh, on yeah. that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a really nice balance of um, the snarly highs and those low, gurgly gutturals as well. Uh, I quite like the Anthropocene um, album, uh, just for the actual songs themselves, but as a full album itself, um, the Monolith is definitely uh, at the top, pretty much. This interview has now turned into our 
takes on your cattle Random decapitations. Travis <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, and I'm actually going to go see them, uh, not this Saturday, but next Saturday Ooh, with Dark Funeral. Lucky man. Lucky man. And this is my going to be my seventh time seeing them. <laughs> yeah, we got to tour very briefly with them. Um, three dates in New Zealand. This would have been right about when Domain of the Wretched came out, um, our album. Um, and fucking... Playing three, even just three shows with them was again life changing. Just getting to watch Travis do his thing and must have been a high honor for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was mind blowing how good they were. And every night they just got better and better. We have to go ahead and wrap things up now on this interview. It's been great talking with you. And, and I gotta just ask you one more question: mm-hmm. uh, What is the best way for fans to come support your music? Best way to support our music would be just to come out to shows. Um, pick up a couple bits of merch if you want to. You don't have to, but literally just seeing people staring at our faces while we're screaming at you on the stage is the best support. Seeing people is the best support. Just having people come out to shows. Um, if you want to stream our music, if you want to buy our album or support us through indie merch or Spotify or anything like that, that's awesome. Uh, but I personally think the best way to support an artist is to show up. Right. I guess the band really feeds on the energy, especially if they're moshing. So. Absolutely. If, if the crowd's dead, and none of the crowds so far on this tour have been dead, uh, but if they are, it, it, it will still perform to our full, you know, to our fullest potential. But it's, it just doesn't feel the same, you know. Like it's there's a fly. Well, you bet your ass I'm going to be moshing. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah. All right. Well, hey, again, thank you very much for taking the time to do this interview with me. My pleasure, man. Thanks for for allowing me to have my first interview. Hell yeah.